real quick, I just want to hear your opinion. Me and Seth already talked about it. How do you feel about this intro gear five? All right. You feel me? It really was just an all. It was because uh, it been so much better. Okay. okay. I mean, but I knew as as a manga reader, I knew what was coming. The niggas who had never seen like like honestly though, him um, you already seen was amazing. I might be killing her name, but her scene was amazing. I you felt every you? bit of emotion. Yes. Yep. I, I felt every bit of emotion and him burning like that felt so satisfactory. There, like there that was, was that was so it that was, was so different. Good. Yeah, it felt like you oh, felt yeah. that. Oh, yeah, what he deserved was lit. Yeah, it was honestly the best. Probably one of the, That was honestly... That was like, other than Luffy just waking up and being like, oh, shit, I lost the fight. But I'm having fun. Like, that was the best real moment for me. I was like... I just stood up in my seat after that. I was like, this is the Luffy we love, bro. We like when Luffy having fun, man. I think that's what I like about... when I Jalen earlier, because y'all was like, this is the second animated to do that Tom and Jerry fucking Scooby-Doo type bullshit. And I was like... I mean, I get it, but there's a there's a bunch of like lower reasons behind this being the way it is. Yeah, and the creator just straight up said that's what he wanted. That's something. That's something that you can't really fight after that. If he said that's just how he wanted it. He oh, let no, it I up. Can, I, I can tell you tell that's it. Like I'm, you know, I, I agree. Not every transformation would be all broody, Batman esque serious and fuck. Yeah. Also, I, I, and then I, seeing Luffy have fun definitely like you just get a, a different feel in the fight. Like Luffy's not like Luffy smiling and laughing. Like someone said in the comment, I didn't get to tell success, so I'm gonna say it. Somebody said Luffy was laughing so much it looked like genocide could happen and he still laughed. <laughs> like that, I mean, and that was some scary shit because you probably would. Like he never said he was a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like Gear Five puts him in a state of mind where he's like, bro, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's something about that that's pretty cool. I like that episode. Hello, welcome everyone. This is Lorenzo here for the Otaku Collective Podcast. Here to bring you another fine episode. And I'm here with the boys, Josh and Steph. Y'all say what's up to the people. Yerd. Yeah. We're feeling really good. We're feeling really right. It's been a real cool, interesting week for each of us in our own individual way. All right. Well, how y'all week been, man? Any ups from the week? Uh, this entire week's been an up for me, but I just, just kind of here, bro. I did my first ever like live live show, like live live, like you don't know what gonna happen type of show, like a daytime television type of show. And guess what? what do you mean for this live and show? guess what? Working? There was nothing bad that happened in it. Hey. So I'm in. I'm in the door now. Lit. The confidence is. Yep. The confidence is there now. Good. 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 So. For me, I've been up uh, visiting my brothers. Uh, this last week. That's cool. Visiting my brothers, my dad, and my little baby sister. Who, this is my first time being able to meet her. That's so cool. 
she's uh, she's a little over one now. Twenty four years and two days separate us. Twenty four years and two days. Yep. That's a big difference. It is. But that's cool. All right. Well, Seth, you seem to have more passion, so I feel like if you, I'm gonna let you go ahead and slide into what we're gonna be talking about today. Okay. Um. This week's topic was an idea that I put onto our wheel that we've been doing, but I will credit Josh for this. Can we call it the wheel of topics? The wheel that we've been doing just sounds like a pause moment. Wheel. I don't. I. I don't see where the pause is in there. All right. Cool. Let's let's not try and dissect it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the wheel of topics that we have been choosing from. Um, I credit Josh for it mainly just because he was the one who put me onto the show. And this is the first yep. time in a while that we've done a, an anime-specific episode. Uh, it's been a while because we've been doing more topical stuff, more uh, seasonal stuff as well. Uh, and today's episode is Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which Josh put me on. Indeed. And then my first anime episode. All right. Hey. Well, Josh, um... You want to go ahead and give like a overall synopsis of the of the show, real fast, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Okay, so Chivalry Fell Night is is your good old fashioned will they won't they harem anime where the MC has a bunch of options, but he picks the girl that makes the most sense, but she's super fucking annoying for no reason. And the two main characters, Stella and uh, Icky. All right, so Icky Kurigane is is like the probably he's also one of the top ten swordsmen on my list. Like when we did when we did our swordsman list, this he was guy on my list as make, well. I think. Yeah, he he did not make the cut, but he's in my top ten. And Iki is a magic knight who has absolutely no magic whatsoever, but his physical sales speak for themselves. I'm talking about he running the ones with anybody, and he went it more often than not. But unfortunately, at magic at his magic knight academy, the chivalry, quote unquote, uh. If you ain't good at magic, you ain't shit. So he's an F ranked student based solely on the fact that he has literally no magic. And um, he's known as the, the best worst swordsman one. in the school. Right. It, he's known as the worst one because of that. So his roommate and and the female protagonist, Stella Vermillion, uh, and, and yes, she uses fire magic and has red hair. Yes, we know that's a stereotype. Shout out Shock and Gun or something. That's neither here nor there. Um, Stella. And and he is is a rank A magic knight because yeah her her magic all one and that sword and ship ain't bad uh, keep it a buck she's like errors of light uh, and so the entire show is just a progression of their relationship and he kind of goes through a bunch of drama and stuff but their first interaction is him walking into his room and she booty butt naked and so. Nanigans and she's in her neck. underwear, but yes. Well, yeah, PG booty butt naked, even though right, the show's right. There we go. Let, just to be specific, yeah. I guess. Just to be specific. It's not that. Yeah, yeah. It's etchy, but not it, that. It's, 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 
it, it, it's, it's one of those anime, but it's not like she she and her skivvies. Yeah, yeah, as people like to say, yeah, yeah. she and skivvies. Um, it's not like and he walked in. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's not harem in another world or anything. Um, <laughs> or world's in harem, or no, like, but yeah. So he walks in on her in her in her, in her lingerie, and he's like, "Oh snap! I wasn't meant to see that." As compensation, I'm also going to get naked, or at least he's supposed to strip naked as, as well. Yeah, he strips yeah. as well, and and his shenanigans and hijinks ensue, and then there's just a bunch of drama and really cool action scenes from there with magic and stuff like that, and then we get introduced to all the girls who are in the harem, but it's not really a harem, so they don't count. Like his little sister and the class president, Whoa. and his one dude. There's, yeah, there's a bunch of them. But that we can get into details later on that. But yeah, that's Shiver Room Felt Night. Nice. 12 episode anime, only one season. The light novel contains the story. If you want to pick it up from there, I've already read the light novels. Um, it's, it, and a lot of people will say this, and this is the anime I feel like we'll have to watch in the future, just for comparison. A lot of people say this is the sister anime and the lesser version of the Asterisk War, which is another anime that I very, very much enjoy. Actually, two season twelve episode anime, so we'll have to check that out eventually for sure. Um, but yeah, so thoughts, questions, comments, concerns on Silver Room Fell Night. Uh, Steph, you've already watched it last night with uh, Zoe. Zoe, what did you think? Um, it was a really interesting show. Yeah. Like, I had a vibe um, where I was like, this show fits every trope that would make this a show that Seth would like. And I see why Josh put on Seth on this show. You got a protagonist who is, you know, not the strongest, but he has the potential to be the strongest. You know, you have the side protagonist is a female who's short, high-tempered, big titties, um, and has a mouth on her, even, and loves to, to, even in the moments when she shouldn't say something, will say something. Very aggressive. Um, we have the, what do I want to say, the friend group, which is made up of, like, misfits but strong misfits i think you know what i'm saying like so, th- these are the people that like like okay little sister if we want to go through the friend group real quick right there's the little sister there's alice there's stella and then there's uh icky right mm-hmm. three of the four become representatives yeah yeah true also, I want to I want to focus on Alice, or should I say Nagi for a sec? Uh, uh, Nagi or Alice, as, as they like to be referred to, um, is a transgender character. Uh, Alice refers to themselves as a or herself as a maiden born in a man's body, and Alice is the roommate of uh, Iki's little sister uh, Shizuku, and and their their bond and relationship is really dope to see as it progresses throughout the show. Because um, obviously Suzuki is one of those little sisters who's like obsessed with their older brother. It's like, oh, I love this forbidden, but that's what makes it dope. And, and shit like that. And I just, I really, I really like how they're developing relationships. Because uh, there, there's a scene that we'll get to later in the show where Suzuki 
doesn't handle um, a situation very well. Alice comforts her during that moment. I was just like, oh, that's adorable. I, I really like that. And I remember the first time I watched that, and I was like, that's really cool. And I didn't. What's wild is I didn't. I didn't really think about Alice being like a weird or or like revolutionary character when I first watched the show in Japanese. But watching it back in English, I was able to pick up like on subtle cues, and I was. Just like, Oh. Okay. Never really thought about it like that. And that, and that was, that was really cool. But yeah, continue. Um, yeah. So. I need to go back and watch the show in dub. Hmm. I still have yet to watch the actual show in dub. I've watched it three times. Oh. Sub. Oh, yeah. There was another. Yeah, well, you know, I'm still speaking on like tropes that make this a set show. So, like I said. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to watch it in dub, I'd watch at least on. Well, yeah, Prince Prince. I'll say on Hulu, it's, it's getting removed soon. I'm glad I made it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's in dub on Hulu, but it's gone in like 11 days now because it was 12 days in it. So I'm glad I went ahead and suggested it. That's crazy that you were doing this right before leave Hulu. Look at yeah. that. Everything meant to be. Um, yeah. Making this whole long trope thing. So, Seth, I know you don't watch dub, but the craziest thing about this is, um, this was actually a very well done dub. Yes, very well. Uh-huh. Like actually, like all the voices, very well were done. I've heard that. I've heard that. I just I had a complaint. I had a complaint about one or two, but like the dub, the dub was solid. I have, I have no complaints. Overall, like there are one two dub and four seconds I probably swap around, not change, but I swap them in the show. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, but, I'm definitely watching this up. Again for but TV. this is why Seth should like this is why I'd be pushing you on the dub, Seth, because Hestia's dub voice actor is the same as Stella's dub voice actor. So, literally, this whole time watching this, I'm looking at Stella like she's Hestia, and I was like, wow, it's another Don Machi show we're watching. That's funny that you mentioned that because I haven't watched like Don Machi and Dub either. Yeah, you haven't watched Don Machi and Dub, and that's why I said like. Which is funny that you made that connection without me making that connection. I'm telling you, this show was made for you. There's a trope you have (laughs) for anime that you like. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just as your friend, I'm learning like this is if I find an anime that fits every one of these tropes. I mean, literally. It's almost like saying Don Machi and Chivalry of Fair Night had like similar tropes that would definitely make this show a top 10 show for you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, okay. Um, so there was the the same voice actor as Hestia, first off. The misfit group, the protagonist who is weak but then has the potential because it's like in the beginning you'd be like, uh, can he just get stronger? And it don't happen. There's that. Um, then the girl. Yeah. So a lot of tropes. I'm not going to go through every single trope because then, you know, I think by now they know what you like. But it still was like, okay, this is literally a show that Seth was made to, like, have as a top 10. And if it wasn't in your top 10, I was going to question why. It's not in my top 10. And why is that? What is it missing to be a top 10 show for you? It's one, so it's complete enough of a first season to where I don't think that it'll ever get a second season animated. But it, it should, it should, uh, it should, but it won't, kind of thing. Same as Again, Madagascar. 
100% the better version of this anime. So a better version of this anime exists. They're sister anime for sure. They, they're very similar. And that got a season two. And also season one of this did well, didn't do great, but it wrapped up well enough in in universe that it was okay. Like if you read the last novel, there's a bunch of stuff that they missed out on, like anime and stuff like that. But the anime didn't do well. And then Astro War came out, and that's it. Phenomenal, and then it got a season two. So people were like, "Wow, we don't need season two of Chivalry if we have Astro War, and that's better." Yeah, that kind of happened. I agree. Except this anime is nowhere near my fifty, but I love it because it. But it's very trope filled. It's one of those anime that you watch and you enjoy it for that season, or like you go back and reminisce on it because it's like a feel good. Like, oh, this I remember watching this for the first time. It's cool, but. There's so many better versions out there that I can't see myself just being like, oh, I have to see this. Like, now that I know it's going on Hulu, I'm glad I watched it. But if I had a gone to Hulu and so I was missing, I was like, oh, dang. Sucks it's not here anymore. Moving on. Yeah? Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, that's fair. But, so going back to the beginning of the anime real quick, right? So, first off, even before I do that, my, th- this show might not be a top 10 show to me. But in terms of intros, I would have to actually go in and rank them. This intro might be a top ten intro for me. That's a statement. It's good, though. Top ten. All right. Then again, it, I've seen a lot. It, I've seen a lot. You, you have seen a lot. You, you also have. I, I've also, also seen a lot. My coworker said honestly. My coworker said that he has this on open and rotate. We watched a couple episodes. This is an open work. rotation. For he me said it's well. in his rotation. He said it's in his rotation. But so, except, like current it's, rotation. It's one of the big three. And the thing about it was, as I, ne- I just ran the manga open. I don't know if I would put it top 10, but definitely more than likely top 20. Again, I would have to go, go in to the intros because I would have at least five, six Black Clovers in the top 20. I can't wait for you to watch Naruto and Bleach. Yeah, it's gonna fuck his whole. That Naruto's gonna really mess his whole list up. Yeah, it's gonna get shit on. Oh man, you gonna be hitting high notes and everything. But regardless, I love this intro. I think it's a very good intro. Um, I like the ending better. Interesting. Something about the ending was very soft, and it. it, it, I like the ending better. Did you like the ending better because of the visuals? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, because it's on. No, I, I, and honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. I only watched. I only watched the ending one time. Every time the ending come on, I listen to it. Like I'll get on my phone or do something. Like I only. I literally only saw that. You wanna know what it was? I might as well go into the trope of it. So, you know my favorite thing, and if you don't, you haven't been listening by now. So, when we got to about like I think it was like six or seven, six or seven, I got to meet. Somebody who actually probably, possibly has a chance to beat out Storm for me on one of my favorite female lightning characters. And that's Miss Chocototo. That's lightning. The funny thing about it is I texted Seth and was like, hey, that's lightning bay. And then I watched I like that, I te- yeah. and then I, I watched an episode and I said they called her the lightning. Um, I'm having a moment. The lightning something. And I was like, and I remember literally, I forgot what it was, but I just remember saying, no, she's lightning bay. 
But like it was funny that her nickname in the show, I'm gonna have to look it up, but they her nickname in is like lightning something. I was like, no, I already told you her nickname. It's lightning blade. It's lightning blade. Oh, lightning blade, that's what it was. Well, yeah, like Takashi's technique is right here. Yes, that's what it you know what it it, it was blade. I remember because I remember hearing the beat, and I was just like, No, it's Bay. It's Lightning Bay. I just remember saying that in myself to myself, and I was like, but wow, I was funny. I laughed at it because I had already not realizing Rakiri is Lightning Blade. That makes sense now that you say that. Um, I had already said it, but then they had said it on there. That was her nickname. Because they hadn't said her nickname yet when I had said that and all that. So it was kind of interesting and funny to say that. But yeah, like I said, um, instant, instant fail for Toka. Um, that was... That was when I actually watched the ending. Like, I think it was like the next episode after her intro. I was like, oh, snap. She's in the ending. And that was my, that's when I, that was my favorite part of the ending. I was like, this <laughs> girl is amazing. That was my favorite part of the ending. Like, the first couple scenes were cool. That was the favorite part. Because, man, she, it's like she was perfect. I literally, she was one of my favorite characters in the whole show. Top three for me. Cause she no, just had like all the 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 perfect everything to be just a badass female character. Like she's on on par with to me with Urza, but she's like definitely more soft or something like that. Like I look at Urza's like top two female anime characters, probably someone else. But like if I had to just say it, top two. But um, yeah. Toka's up there for me now. That's somebody I'm glad I got to meet. I'm keeping her on the list. She's now on yeah. the list. Yeah. You're saying back at the beginning of the anime. Was yes. it just the opening? Or... No, no, no. Uh, first thoughts on Stella whenever y'all met her. Annoyed. That's Hestia. Wait, wait, wait. All right, hang on. Rewatch, rewatch in dub or, or like first time I ever saw this? Uh, either. Rewatching Dell, I was like, okay, still kind of, eh, but I, I was like, she grew on me, like, like not because I knew because I'd read the light novel and I knew the show and stuff like that. At that point, I was like, oh, hey, old friend, it was like that. First time I ever watched Dell, I was like, oh, this bitch gonna be annoying as fuck. Mario, right, because I hate that I hate that spoiled princess stereotype because I've seen it so much, and yeah. like I've seen like the best and worst possible versions of that, like mine. Uh, aka bitch from like uh Legend of the Hero is the worst possible version of like the Spoiled Princess. Yes. And then like Vivi One Piece is like the best possible version of Spoiled Princess. Yes. And uh, and I'm just like, okay, these are these are two opposite sides and like fucking um uh Vermilion Stella is like dead center in the middle. So I I just like eh whatever. So I don't really have true pain on it. And I'm just like, ah god, I hate this show. But Stella, Stella improves massively throughout the series, right? She and, does. And I think, like, not that Jack your talking point, right? Because in the first episode, when, when Iki walks in and stuff, and that incident happens, the immediate follow-up is something I didn't mention because I didn't know who wanted to, like, break each episode down, you know, like, bit by bit. I, 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 have, I have a bunch of notes. Right. In, in the first episode, as you know, they, uh, they have a battle. Uh, I have and, that in my notes, Iki, yep. Nikki and Stella have have one on one match, and uh, she she's losing until she activates her magic, and she's like, "I'll admit you're a better swordsman than me, but I'm not losing here because my magic is a one." You know, it's like 
all the fire everywhere. She got like this like uh, flame cloak on. It's all cool shit. And he's it like, yeah, fuck the that. Top of the dome. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck all that. Run hands. And he still wins and shit. And I'm just like, that's so fucking cool. It 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 was. We can go and talk about the fight, and then I'll go back. But seeing that fight, this was within my first five anime that I watched, I think. Right. Uh, because I know it was Black Clover, then it was My Hero, and then I think it was Shield Hero after that, then I think it was Don Machi, then I think it was this. And both Don Machi, Shield Hero, Don Machi, and this you gave me as recommendations, and I watched them all three back to back to back. And I will say it did not disappoint watching all all three of those back to back to back. Um, but regardless, uh, seeing that first fight, uh, my favorite part of the fight was whenever uh she thought that she got a hit right on him. And, but he blocked it with his, like, handle or whatever, right? Using his, like, a regular yeah. defense. That mm-hmm. shit was so fire to me. Like, like not n- – the, the, the Ito Shura and stuff like that, seeing that for the first time was cool. But it was the block that, that – the block that he did with the handle. That was my favorite part of that first fight. Um, But going back – uh, I definitely found her uh, overbearing, N- not really annoying, kind of right, but I found her more overbearing, which is also sort of what she's supposed to be as a princess as well, right? Yeah. She's used to talking to people a certain way, but Iki wasn't having it, and mm-hmm. uh, but we also see from like the fight and flashbacks of hers and stuff like that, that we, we quickly learned that she's not just a spoiled princess. She did like go through training and like worked hard to get to where she was and stuff like that. And that she's not just all talent. She does have very good sword skill. It's just that his was better. Uh, She's not all talent. She's a lot of hard work. And he he mentions that during the fight, which, which leads to them having a quote-unquote slave contract, and he's like, all I want from you is to be your friend's roommate. Because she's like, yo, I can't be roommates with a dude who's seen me naked, or at least mostly naked, get the fuck out, uh, or be murdered, and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's a really interesting dynamic to play, for sure. Because that, that, that sets them up for a lot of hygiene and shenanigans, which obviously you see throughout the uh, season. Yep. Or I guess you see series in this case, because it's only one season. Um, you know, uh, that first episode leaves a very interesting lasting impression. Also, in that first episode, there's a certain walk that she does, right? I think you know what I'm talking about. Whenever they're out on the, like, they're the, not balcony, but, like, outside of their, like, dorm room or whatever, right? And she's making him agree to the fight before or whatever, right? Or agree to the conditions. And she does, like, a certain walk where it's, like, just her on camera, and it's, like, her shoulders and her chest, like, bouncing back and forth, right? It's the exact same as a, from a a certain uh, hentai named Overflow. Do you know what I'm talking about, Josh? Have you seen that meme? 
Yeah, now I have not. Dude, I'm a good boy. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been heavily memed by both communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, so I don't think Zoe oh, has seen it. But I have seen it. Okay, you have seen it. Okay. I've seen the memes, but I haven't seen it, seen it, but I've seen the memes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I don't think Zoe has seen the actual like memes or or anything like that right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. have you heard of overflow mm-hmm. okay um i'm looking it up real quick see see if it's here it is it's this walk right here and then i'm putting it into the uh uh pod chat I put it into podcast just now. Go and look at it, Zoe. Oh. But uh, both both communities have heavily memed it back and forth because it's exactly the same. That's funny. Uh, and I just found it funny. Uh, the first time that I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then <laughs> later on, I saw the other scene, and I was like. Wait, why does that look familiar? <laughs> and so, yeah, that was my connection between the two. And then I looked it up, and it was like a whole bunch of like memes on like Reddit, different Reddits and stuff like that about those two walks. Uh, you could go and find it easily. Uh, Whoever is l- listening to this could go and find it easily. Uh, I just found that funny. Um, we should also probably talk about the etchiness of the show as well. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you I like how you're like changing the subject because, to straight light. Well, I I have this in bullet points. Uh, from I'm pretty sure. Huh? Pretty sure what? I said I was pretty sure. I was like, out of all the bullet points, this one. Was somewhere right there, like in like the fifth, sixth top percentile. Like you was already going through, and you said, "Gotta add this." And like a scene crossed by, and you were like, "Yeah." Yes, uh, it it was because it's the uh from everything that happened in the first episode with him walking in, uh, and everything like that, uh, to her later later straddling him in the first episode. Uh, I mean. Ain't nothing worse than to me. I mean, I'm still traumatized from like OVAs from Fairy Tale. So I, I'll say if I had to compare it to that, like this was probably like a good seven out of ten, six out of ten on the etchiness. It wasn't yeah, that it, bad. It wasn't it wasn't too much. It was it was like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like one scene, but like legit that was like one of those scenes that was definitely PG seventeen, because she straight up like asked him, you know, do you wanna do it? And then he, the chivalry came out. I was definitely, that was like, that was one of those moments where I was definitely like, um, it's kind of like when a guy, like, what's up, what, how do I want to compare this? What I'm having happen in my head is like, when you have a guy like watching his show and you're, or when you have a girl watching her show and they waiting for the kiss or something, usually with these kind of shows with romance, you're waiting for the kiss. 
but that changed the whole thing for me because I was like, wait a minute, was this the moment I was supposed to be waiting for? Because, see, they kissed at the end, and I, and I did think they do play into the whole romance and leading up to the big kiss, but, like, halfway through, they just kind of just skipped and went straight to, like, so she was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, what happened to the kiss? Like, I do it's remember like that. Like, skipped, oh, they, yeah. they kissed throughout the show. They never did. They didn't do it. They didn't, but they didn't kiss, That's like, right. how they, they kissed they, at they, the they, end. Yeah, they did. They kissed, uh, they when kissed they were at the water park. The yeah, they kiss in the water And then they kiss in the forest where you let all the bullshit that happened like the last three episodes. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess the kiss at the end felt more like the passionate kiss that we would lead into. Well, well, yeah, but I guess Brad it was an engagement. Yeah, I guess so. So I see what you're saying. And then want to fight against the strongest bitch in the show. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I need a real kiss too. I mean, yeah. It was a little fast. That's why I was saying it, because, like, I don't know. I just remember thinking, like, oh, my God. She really just asked that. I'm not supposed to ask that. Like, she just, I don't know. Very aggressive woman. Stella's a very aggressive woman. I'm traumatized by aggressive women. She was women. like, I'm, I have a cold, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. And I'm then she sick. literally said it. The best part of it was at the end, she said, I'm... Naughty. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you are. This is not the freaking time. This is why the guy needs to ask. This is what I was, I had one of those moments. I was like, this is why the guy needs to ask. Because she asked at such the, like, this is not the time. We are so, like, it's the time, but it's not the time. He even said it. He said, I want to do it in a certain way. Yep. So it's not like and that and I liked his answer because he didn't say no. He pretty much said, "If I want to do it with you, I'm gonna do it right." Mm-hmm. And that and, and I like really did appreciate his answer. He also basically said, "Hey, like, which which to be fair, from an anime like this, right? I wasn't as I was and wasn't expecting that kind of response from him, right? Because mm-hmm. with every other request that she's had, like." hold hands, let's kiss, let's do more, like, lovey-dovey stuff and stuff like that. He's given in because he's been all about that, right? Mm. But with this, he wasn't about it, only be- not because he didn't want to, but because he wanted to, should the circumstance arise, be able to look her family in the eye and his family in the eye, just like I said in the anime, and be able to tell them wholeheartedly that he loves her without it being sexual. Oh, different. Because uh, we all know what good pussy can do to a guy. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yeah, he said hey, it. Hey, man. He said it. We all know it's a thing. He said it. Do, say do it. we all? <laughs> he said hey, it. Man. I didn't say it. Some guys become whipped, okay? I'm not one. I'm. I wouldn't know what it's like, but it's like <laughs> honestly, when you 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 put your own foot in your mouth with this one, like, I, 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 I had, yeah, you did put your own foot in. Your if mouth. I'm be, if I, if I'm being I honest, think I said to. it more no, I... so because I knew that Zoe was thinking it. <laughs> no, I wasn't at all. You no. were. 
No, not at all. Oh. I, completely not at all. Mm. Bro, like, like see, this was one of those shows no, where, like, this. Yeah. Okay, was this is one of those shows where, like, you are. Actually, this is the show she came in for. Well, I watched that. Hey, exactly. No, this was but this was one of those shows where, like, like I said, I um, they were more mature, so it wasn't they like were more mature. mature. Yeah, so that like, was like, so it was like they, you know, it's not was like they was not. See. I was happy to yeah. see that because so, he wasn't just a guy that gave in just because and gave in pleasure. He was a guy that wanted to keep their love pure for what it was. Yeah, and that's a typical it, Seth type it, of trope. That it, was another Seth trope. Got, that's another Seth it, trope. It, it is another Seth trope. Uh, yeah, the 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 waiting until marriage part. Yeah, yeah, yep. Which is what they did, because they got that's cool. proposed or they got engaged at yeah. the end of the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, we should also probably talk about Icky's background as well, mm-hmm. because Mans did not have a good upbringing in the slightest. Mm-mm. You know, and dad piece of shit. But for for families like that, it's kind of expected. It is kind of expected, but it's still, like you said, shit, but... Yeah, Iki from the most wealthy slash famous family of all of Japan, Kurogane clan, and unfortunately, because his magical attitude is lackluster at best, his father's like, you're a waste of space. Um, Don't get in the way. Let's focus on your sister, and then that obviously... It's a very strange relationship between him and his father, which we see really develop itself in the last like two, three episodes of the series. Um, so his entire life, he's been like, "Oh, my dad's approval is something I don't really need." Until possibly if we've in front of him again for the first time, God knows how long. And he's like, "Hey, I've been doing all this. You know, I've been grinding. I've been training. I've been winning matches in the uh, seven star tournament, which is the whole basis of the series." People in, in this, this is an alternate Earth universe, just in watching the text of the show for Japan. And people who have magic are called breakers. And then breakers are able to summon weapons like swords, bones. We didn't really see guns, so I'm just assuming like, that these were like. We medieval. saw one gun. Yeah. We, we, actually, again, Ashley's War is a better example because it, it's, it's guns for showing that. I'll let you know that out It's guns for showing Ashley's War. They're like, they basically they get to summon different types of weapons uh, and use them. And, and so Iki, his grandfather is, is a huge and pivotal part of his life. That's the guy who basically is like, yo, you can be anything you want to be. Guy who trained him, guy who showed him how to get shit done and stuff. Um, but yeah, his, his dad's like, I don't have expectations of you because having expectations of somebody with no talent is just a failure, so I just kind of wanted you to stay out of the way, and that kind of mentally breaks the kid. But we can get to that when we touch on the later couple episodes. But yeah, no, family upbringing is quite shit. Besides, granddaddy being cool as fuck, and his little sister being like the over obsessed but really sweet little sister that you can expect from anime tropes this day and age. Yeah, even though she was over obsessed, and Obviously, like, loved, loved her brother in a in a weird way, right? Because uh, in episode two, like she kissed him or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. She obviously loved her brother in a very weird way, but it came 
from a wholesome place, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Because, I mean, realistically, at the end of the day, she just saw how unloved he was at home. And she, her mindset was, okay, I'm going to give him enough love from me to make up for mom and dad and the rest of the family and anybody else that doesn't love him. I'm going to make up for it by giving him as much love as I can. And even though it came out weird and creepy at, at times, uh, it it yeah. came from a good place, a wholesome place for the most part. Um, but th like you said as well, um, going back into his backstory, it's we learn more about his backstory in episode two and stuff like that. Uh, with flashbacks and stuff. Uh, I'll also say that. Me personally as a viewer. And I think Icky as well. Wouldn't trade. What happened to him growing up. Because he wouldn't be the person that he was without it. Right? Like nobody would train him growing up. Uh, to sword fight. So that's where he got his skill. Blade steel from. Where he could steal other people's skills. Which by the way. I think is one of the coolest abilities that I've seen in any sword fighting anime that I've seen is the is the ability within like two to three minutes of fighting somebody or watching them fight to be able to m not only mimic and copy, but to perfect their technique in a way that maybe they couldn't beforehand. I think that's a cool yeah, ability. Yeah. It's it's dope for sure. It's it's like a sharing gun, but not as good. And I think that's a really cool thing because he's just like, oh, I'm I'm gonna have to make this work. And then after that came the mall incident and stuff like that, right? Where the they got trapped in the mall. Mm -hmm. Uh, what did y'all think about that? I thought it was handled pretty well. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the whole like uh, mall shooting slash like terrorist organization type thing, and uh, how how everybody plays a role well enough until they got in the position where they need to be out. I, I, I Stella, you know, trying to buy her time to like figure shit out until the kid almost gets shot, so she jumps in wild and stuff, using magic stuff, and then, and then the main guy like making her strip down and shit as humiliation and stuff like that. You know who she is and stuff. Um. It, it it made it feel really real, which was something like anime, like especially like with overpower characters stuff like that, kind of tends to blacken, like making the danger like or the situation feel like very real. And I, and I thought that was handled really well, it's like it, with everybody's interaction. Like uh, Alice holding Icky back because like it's not time yet. I understand you're upset, but now's not the moment. Stuff like that. Agreed. Uh, I thought it was handled very well as well. Um, at the first time that I watched it, I will say, like, it felt a little out of place. I get the whole, like, going to the mall thing, like, she was going to ask him, but then his sister asked him. So, uh, Stella tied along kind of thing. Uh, and then Alice did as well, because Alice is the roommate of his little sister. And that's how they all met and became, like, a weird collage friend group. Um, 
also, I think Alice's ability is really dope, and it's the first time that, like, honestly, what, first and only time we truly get to see Alice's ability in work, right? Because we don't yeah, see it in all the rest of the anime. Yeah. We just yeah. know that he keeps on winning. Or she keeps on winning. They. Um, We just know that they keep on winning until they make it to and qualify for to represent their school in the national tournament or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, mm. It was also that episode, that mall scene is the first I it's the second fight in the show, but it was the first fight that made me truly appreciate like uh his ability uh Itoshiro. Because him 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 just like diving into the bullets and stuff like that, I found that really cool. Especially to be like again within like my first five anime and stuff like that. It was something that I hadn't seen done before. And so yeah, it 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 has an attachment on me that way. Yeah, I can agree with that for sure. Uh, Ethos Hero was definitely a a new take on like the whole uh, I'm about to blow my moon like building an anime. There's that one minute where he's like tired of shit and, and he kind of just useless after that. Uh, I like that. I like the fact that this is like his trump art, but it's not like super broken. It's not unrealistic. And then after that episode came the tournament arc. Which yeah. was pretty much just the rest of the anime. Yeah, but the, the, the build up for the entire anime is 107 star points. Yes. I guess, man. Yeah. I hope on really guard school to be representatives, like get named. Recognition and stuff like that. I know for themselves, for families, and for any intent. I do have notes for like different fights I want to talk about, but just first in general, thoughts from y'all on the tournament arc as a whole. Um, it's pretty good, man. Pretty good. It's not. It's not the best tournament arc I've seen, but it's definitely not the worst. Yes, oh, 100%. It's a, it's a good tournament arc. It's not great. Yeah, for, for, a, for a sword anime, because at the end of the day, most of like, the main protagonists main have swords. There, there's other weapons, but mostly swords. Yeah, like, but, but there's the bow guy that he fights. Um, You know, for, for a sword tournament, yep. it's, it's solid, for sure. You mentioned that bow guy. His name is... uh. Kirihara, uh, I purposely wrote it yeah. down because him and Bitch were the two first characters that I hated within an episode. <laughs> yeah, don't take long. I watched Shield Hero yeah. first, so Bitch was first in terms of making me hate her within an episode. But then I watched this immediately after that, after Shield Hero, and I was like, oh, uh, here we go again. Uh, but yeah, I was very happy to see him lose. Yeah, I, I especially the fact that he was invisible the whole time, I just felt like I was kind of cheap. Yeah. 
he started running up the tree like he was Usopp. That was pretty funny. Started screaming, he conceded. It was it was definitely a good feel good moment. It was like because they had hyped him up from the last episode before that fight. They hyped him up to be like this dude because he had you know he was shooting darts. Yep. Because he was supposed to be like a uh, and was to be fair a natural enemy to Iki's main ability Itoshira and like blade steel and things like that because how can you steal somebody's technique and like know what they're doing if you can't see it yeah uh, but then also in the same episode which this made me really like this anime is uh we get a confession in the fourth episode uh between uh Stella and Iki uh which by the way almost never happens in any sort of romance anime r- r- this is more of an action anime with a ro- romance background kind of thing but even still in shows like this that have a romance background you never get the confession in the show, period. Or if you do get it, it's in the very last episode. And so that made yeah. me happy. Yeah. They went ahead and got it out of the way. And then uh fifth episode uh gave us the pool episode because every Etchy twelve episode anime needs the pool episode. Yeah, pool episode is important. Is it really a 12-episode anime if it doesn't have a pool episode? I don't think so. It, it either needs a pool or a beach, yeah. <laughs> or a hot spring. Or a hot spring. Yeah, yeah. It needs more or, than three. Water. It needs a trifecta. Yeah, yeah. The newer age anime is starting to do water park shit now, too. So it's kind of late, man. Uh, should we talk about our favorite sword fights? Or, like, favorite fights in general from this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because mine was... I mean, when Iki took down the dark guy, that was my first... That was actually my favorite fight. Like... Okay. Like, from Iki going from losing the fight to, like, you know, flipping it, using that one minute, and the guy, like, running up the tree like the biggest bitch I've ever seen... I was so actually upset. I was like, "No, nah, why are you running?" Like I was, he, I was expecting more from. Him. I thought he was going to at least try. He wanted the smoke. Yeah, yeah. So that that made it even better. Like he really, like for everyone to see that, especially after getting trying to get humiliated by him. So that was actually my favorite, like legit, my favorite fight. Like, yeah. For me, it was the sword eater guy. It was that fight. In the dojo. That was pretty hard. That's my favorite fight in the entire anime. Yeah, AP versus Karevas. Uh, I actually think I'd pick Iki versus uh, Ayase. The uh, daughter of the uh, dojo dude that Sword yes. Eater beat. Yep. Oh, oh, dang. That was a cool fight. That was different. She had that set up. That was kind of crazy. I mean, I guess I should have expected that. I love that, but her I was like, ability, she would, if I'm being honest. I was like, she wouldn't do him like that. 
if I could choose any, and this goes for y'all as well, I'll go ahead and say mine. If y'all could choose any one ability to have from the show, which one would y'all choose? For me, I'm choosing mm. hers. I'm choosing that 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 like uh, the slashes in the air one. Oh yeah, that's cool. No, I'm picking uh, blade steel for sure. Well, I that's fair. I was more so referring to like magic abilities. Oh well, then I want uh Rikiri shit. For sure, the whole read, close my eyes, being able to read people's movements from the synapses in their brain. You know how fucking insane that is? Yeah. Yeah, run me that shit for sure. So? Um. Because I know that she was your favorite. Is it the same answer for you? I mean, I mean, it is a pretty tough power. You have to come back, man. I gotta think. I actually have to think about whose power I really would want. Cause I did like the darts at first, like like no bull. I remember saying like that's probably what I would want. I did like the darts, especially and then he could go invisible. He has such cool powers. He just was a bitch. So like, I don't know. I still do feel like if I was in a their world, I would want the darts. I really I, think I would. I just don't know if I w- I would want to be a bow user. In a sword fighting, mostly sword fighting world. I mean, hey, that's not like you got an advantage. You don't have to be near him. No, nah, that's fair. But I don't know. You just want to get in and do the fighting I, and the, the fisticuffs and the man to man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also yeah, just not no. Nah. I'm thinking about like living. Like these folks can kill me. Like he could have killed. Like he could have killed that dude. Like he said, "Oh, dang, I was a millimeter off." He could kill that dude. So like thinking on like that. I think even with right, having like lightning, like you still have to like she had to still get within a range. Yep. Like it's not like her her lightning was like she probably did have some long range attack, but she never really used it. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the darts. Give me the darts, and then I can go invisible. Yeah, give me the darts, and then I can make my darts invisible. Yeah, give me the darts, and then I can shoot a bunch of them. I never give me the darts. I'm sticking with the darts. I do feel like you would probably be a better user of that ability than he was. Yeah, of course. That's why I said, like, that's why I'm being objective. I'm thinking of the powers. I'm thinking of everyone they fought. There was one dude I saw had two swords. I wish we got to see him fight. Want to see what he was going to do. We just wondered. I don't know. I'll probably get, like, a clip or something. But, um, yeah, I'd stick with the dark. I also know that you wouldn't be a bitch about it when when, when fighting with the with his ability. The way that he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then going back to the sword eater fight, that was also the first time that I saw a fight go black and white. Oh, that was like your first time in the anime scene to go black and white. Yeah. And then this show also did that multiple times as well. Where it went black and white or it went grainy and stuff like that. And we'll talk about that here in a second as we get more towards the end of the anime. Uh, but yeah, no, that was my first time seeing a fight go black and white. And I was hype as shit the first time that I saw that. Mm-hmm. Alright, then what? So what's your power that you choose? Oh, uh, I'm choosing the, 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 the slashing the slashers in the air that you can pre-place or like place during fights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm choosing that for sure. I, I, that's definitely my favorite ability from the, from the show. That's all. Uh, next would be, uh, the, the, the lightning one, the, the, the lightning ability. That'd mm-hmm. be second, a very close second, but I would go with the slashes that you can do in the air. Uh, I don't think so. Did you say your favorite fight? Oh yes, you did. You said the mm-hmm. the 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 first fight against mm-hmm. uh, Kirihara. Kirihara. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then Josh, you said yours as well. Yeah, I say. Yep. 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 Okay. Cool. I was making sure that I had that straight in my head. Um. From there, the next note that I have is um, Iki getting arrested. Uh, I didn't really make a whole lot of notes about them going up into the mountains and stuff like that. Uh, there wasn't... I mean, it was the, the the log cabin scene that we've already talked about, but I didn't really like make like, notes on it or anything like that, if that makes sense. Mm. The, the, the next note that I made is where he got arrested. What were y'all's thoughts whenever he got arrested? And particularly, like, Josh, I know that this is mine and yours rewatch, but the first time that you saw it. Oh, shady shit. For sure. I was like, that's a bunch of bullshit. But I get it, because, like, having the, the reject, like, the, the the one no one wanted, like, out here stunned and fucking up your plans is annoying, for sure. Like, it, it, like as an evil mastermind or a dickhead parent, like who, who's like, oh, this child's clearly my favorite. I will have to I, I get in plan. I get out of how it should have gone. But you know, I was mad at that. I was like, Brad, you're just trying to live life. Leave him alone. Yeah, I thought he. I figured just things have been going too, too good for him. Yeah, there wasn't something was going to happen. There's no like as much as he got his ass kicked like in in the build up like because he was like what eight and nine well like not, not eight and nine like eight or nine and zero oh, something like that maybe even ten now like once yeah. once that build up happened he blocked up like twenty some holidays and he was like six or seven more fights yeah he's like, he's like eleven in low league he wins like nine fights or like seven fights and then he has that last fight like fight twenty or fight nineteen or whatever against uh. Coco at the end, being a 100 hours, like, yo, this is tough. But he needed the drama. Like, Brad hadn't really, you know, suffered. Well, he had in his past. It's just that we hadn't yeah, seen like, him suffer yeah, on camera. Yeah, as far as we knew, like, the worst L he took was all within his plan. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Like, the worst thing that we, as far as we know, that happened is that basically he was annoyed at family family events and that he, like, uh, wouldn't get fed sometimes. And that he wasn't allowed to train or anything like that, right? Which, which is wild for sure. But, like, he's, he's, from, his, from the standpoint of him going to school, like, it was, it was a completely upward trajectory. Like, there was, there was strife, there was, there was drama, there was trouble, but 
There was never a moment in the show before him going to like prison, quote unquote, where I was just like, yo, bruh, might not make it. It was definitely needed to add the tension back, I think, because it was one of the things where it's like you could see some of the like scars that he had on his heart for say, right? Start to heal throughout the show and stuff like that as he makes more friends, gets more people that like genuinely care about him, like like in his like inner circle and stuff like that, as well as like making fans through wedding fights and stuff like that. You could see the healing process start, but it's nowhere near finished, and then all of his past just comes back up at once, and you can just like. Particularly whenever, like, you mentioned earlier, Josh, whenever he was talking with his dad uh, in his dad's office or whatever, right? And he thought his dad just hated him or whatever. And his dad was like, no, I don't hate you. Like, I acknowledge you. It's just I never had any expectations for you because I never wanted you to do anything because you're talentless and you'll always be talentless. That's my opinion on him getting arrested and what I thought in that process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so let's. I, I thought we covered most of the stuff. So this let let's focus on the last episode for like five, ten minutes and wrap it up. Okay. I so, would like to say one thing real quick before we do that, right? Uh, when I I I I like how everything in the show is. Like, everything in the episode, so episode 10, where when he got arrested, right? Through the first mm-hmm. half of the show, it's normal colors, right? Then when yeah. they arrive back in the, in the school, it's like a purple hue on everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he gets arrested and, like, taken in and stuff like that, not arrested but put in jail because it's weird how yeah. they did it because they didn't actually arrest him. They were just like, oh, since you're here, we're going to put you on, you like, lock and key. Yeah, but... He was in holding while being interrogated for yeah. 20 days, right? Exactly. Yeah. I I loved it whenever everything went, like, black and white and then grainy. I mm-hmm. love that, like, grainy texture throughout the entire second half of that episode. Right. That was, again, another first for me in an anime where I hadn't mm-hmm. seen an anime do that yet. And that was my first exposure to that sort of thing being done in anime. And it I love that shit. Like I love the the, the like older style looking shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh it looked like it was like filmed out of the sixties or, or anything like that, right? I love that shit. Uh and so it just made me happy to see. Okay. He's not being healed, he's not being fed, he doesn't even have a bed, he's just in the locker room with nothing, right? And you can see his mind is like digressed the entire time. I felt like them playing with like the lighting and the coloring and saturation throughout the entire episode, stuff like that, especially with the transitions between like him. Like fighting and then like Stella fighting or um, Alice fighting or whoever, you know, the entire time really dope transitions and stuff like that. And the whole episode is just the build up, continuous build up. Like, will he break? Won't he break? Will he give them what he wants and just completely remove his relationship with Stella? And that was really cool stuff to see. 
Agreed. Yeah, it, but then we get to the finale, right? Ben throws a ringer, absolutely distraught, destroyed, broken down, beaten, and, and we're just like, all right, there's no way, right? And so then they're like, all right, boom, we'll let you go. Go to go to the school for a final fight, and if you win, we'll back off. We'll let you be great, let you date the princess, we'll, we'll leave you alone. But if you fail, you admit that you're useless and that your relationship is, is a sham and that it's dirty and all this and that, and you abide by our rules. And so they kind of set bro up for failure because he because once once his match is officially announced and post start, he has 15 minutes to make it to the arena. But they kind of let bro go at the office. And he has to run it. He has to run the entire way back. So the entire time he's like trying to make it back, he's running. He's exhausted. Hasn't had food or water forever. He's about to pass out. He's having this flashback to his grandfather. You know, giving him a pep talk, saying, like, it's okay that you're not talented and you have a lot of magic, but that just means you have, like, potential to be and do anything. Yeah. And his, like, inner demons are like, hey, bro, hey, you know that old dude was crazy as shit and just hyping you up. You should quit. You should do this. Oh, like, I think that's a very, like, cool dynamic to play out. And, and just, you know, the, the battle with yourself, like, when you're at your absolute limit, can, can you push through that last hurdle, like, to break your own limits and stuff like that? And and we see him finally make it there, and his sister's there, and she's like, oh, it's good to see you, but, uh, I'm happy you're here, but, you know, I don't want you to go, I don't want you to fight, but I, I know you better than anybody, and I know that you won't smoke. So she's like, I love you, go win. I was like, oh, our relationship with your sister is really dope. And then I remember making out with him like episode three and I was just like yeah who is this chick and he's like oh me chan I'm like hey, yo huh. out of pocket um but no uh, that that whole like because it's it's a very long sequence because we don't see him make it to the arena there were like 11 minutes into the episode it's a 20 something minute episode right and this is the final episode but we don't we don't see him make it to the arena to start the final fight until we're halfway down the episode I feel like that pacing was really well done. Agreed. It definitely made me feel the whole last minute aspect of it. Because he did arrive last minute, right? But if he would arrive last minute to the arena five minutes into the episode rather than like 11 or 12, it wouldn't have hit quite the same. No. Um... But you know he's, he's finally there. He, he's talked to he's talked to Stella. He's talked to his sister. Uh, we we see everybody's reaction to him showing up, and and then we cut to the inside of the stadium, and we cut to the student council president, Token, and and the vice president, and she's like, "I'm gonna give him everything I have because if I don't, it'd be detriment to his character. It'd be like an insult, or whatever." And then I think that's a really cool moment for me to be like, I, I understand. It, it, it reminds me of an episode of Beyblade, the original, not not like Metal or, or what first, or whatever it is out. Uh, Kai and Tyson are like the final battle of the tournament. Tyson had to like fight his way there, right? He's all beat up and, and he's just went through a fucking ringer, right? And Kai had a bye the round before, so he battles his teammates to kind of put himself in the same position to face Tyson. 
and I thought it was a really cool thing to do, especially for like an anime about space hops and shit, right? And, and, and while Toga doesn't do that, the fact that she's like, oh, I'm going all out, I have to come at him with everything I have just out of the sheer respect that I have for him as a warrior, I think is the coolest thing in the show, right? And, and even though this isn't my favorite fight, it's my second favorite fight, I really enjoyed the power dynamic between the two of them. It was and, my second favorite fight as well. Right, and especially the fact that this fight lasts maybe three minutes. It, it, at least episode lengthwise, but like in reality, it's maybe like a minute and a half in the actual fight itself. Probably um, not we, even that because it was just like he activated Itoshira immediately. That only lasts for right. a minute, and it was only one sword swing. Right, and then, and then he, he kind of pulls Itoshira into this one moment because he's like, I don't have a bunch left, so I'm giving you all I got right now. This one thing, and she, and she responds in kind. And they clash, and then because he put Ito Shiro, which is the breaking of all limits, into that one swing, we see we see like his muscles literally tear themselves apart. He starts like bleeding from the eyes and the mouth and uh, arms and legs. And I'm just like, oh, Brad might die now, right? The first time I'm watching this, obviously. and and he wins the fight. Like he shatters her sword and she collapses. I'm just like, oh, he won one. And I was like, that's crazy right and, and so then they announce the winner and he's standing there for a moment like oh brad's about to do the wrong thing and collapse standing up he's like no nah, this is my moment raises the hand up clenches his fist he's like fuck yeah i won and then we we, we see this moment we're like holy shit this man won he did it and what's crazy is he beat the strongest person not the strongest girl like but the strongest person on campus yep while wow, wow. injured, tired, sleep deprived, and exhausted. You know, like, like he, he was bottom of the barrel scraping by. So imagine what that fight would have been like in full health. And starving. Um, <laughs> this is why I was mad the light novel doesn't get animated because there's a bunch of stuff that gets missed out on. Like post seven star tournament qualifiers. And, uh, yeah, and it's just like stuff leading up to it, too. Right, so well, I want to understand. It's like if you really enjoy the anime, you should read light novels. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, it the entire show would be twelve. So like, and, and again, the lesser version of an anime that like comes out after it is a lot more complete. It's still very good, right? Um, and then so we see the guy who's been torturing Iki like the last twenty something odd days come down and look. How dare you? You're staying on your family's name, blah blah blah. That. I refuse to let this happen. He comes at him with an axe. And Stella just runs up out of nowhere. She's like, get the fuck out of my way. Bitch slaps him with her Yeah. He goes flying. And she's like, hey, you won. Good to see you. You kept your promise. And, you know, then there's like the little confession moment. And they kiss. And it's all hunky-dory. And, and it kind of wraps up from there. He passes out. And then we come to the end. And it's like, all right, well, here are the people who qualified. Blah, blah, blah. You know, here's Stella. Here's a couple of randos. Here's Alice, and then here's Iki. And then Toka comes out, and she's holding the flag, and she's like, "All right." And the principal's like, "All right, time for our president to announce the flag bearer and capture the team." She's like, "Well, duh. There's no other option than Iki." And everybody's like, "Yeah!" And then the show kind of just ends, and I'm just like, "Validation is really dope, especially like when you earn it, like when you yeah. really earn it. Validation is like one of the best of 
guy I play with. I'm and so then, happy he got dead. Along with that, another scene that I loved at the end after the flag uh, bearer thing and stuff like that was whenever his dad got a phone call from Stella's dad, the king mm. of another kingdom, and was like, hey, like... Leave the kids alone. Leave the kids alone. While it's causing uproar here too, right? Don't get them mixed yeah. up in our matters. Yeah, let the adults do be adults. And let kids be kids, right? Because at the end of the day, you always want what's best for your children. That's what father wants. He didn't answer and that question, though. He did answer the yeah, question but, because, because, because he asked him, right? At the end with the question mark? And he didn't and say a word. Say a word. Looked off to the side. And, and, you know, they do that slow pan fade these type shit. Also, though, you've been gone for like the last 25 minutes. Hey. Shit, yeah. No, um, I've actually been here the whole time. It's just this y'all lives. I mean, like, the show was cool. It was a cool show. But it, it, definitely... it, it, was, it, was, it was about introducing you to the show to prove that I can pick in one episode what you can't do in three. I mean, I I think it was a cool show. I do. But, like, it, it definitely was like, it's like the, for me, I mean, if I, I don't want to. Oh God! Here comes the part. I'm not trying to talk bad on it, but it definitely plays in that. Like, you know how you were like, man. At one point, you were like, man, all these isekai coming out, they're all like the same. This is kind of like, I feel like this is like a a Don Machi knockoff kind of thing. Like, but like, of course, it's not in the same realm. But you know, I ain't say it wasn't bad. I'm just saying, like, typical magical high school, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but that yeah. was that was super popular during the 2010s. So that just is what it is. Yeah, but, I know. I'm I, and I'm starting I, to see that, and I'm starting to see that as yeah. I like. I've gone back and watched other stuff. Again, like like bit irregular irregular magic high school, Skyward Academy, uh, this Asterix War. I can I can name like six or seven anime that I've seen that are just like this. So kind of like how the nothing. isekai wave is now. That was the wave at that yeah, point. That, that, yeah, it was the magical high school like hair and trope for sure. But all of the anime has their own charm and stuff like that, too. So I was like, all right, that's cool. That's fine. I, I yeah. like them more right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the charm with this show, the thing that made it different was, like, it still stuck with the chivalry part. Like, it was a romance show, but there was, like, hella action. And it stuck to the chivalry part and, like, how he was trying to be, like, right, treat her right. Proper and she was trying to treat him right. Yep. Well, proper woman, too. Like, you know, that girl was loud. She was loud. But she tried to be like gentle when she could be. Like she tried. Like, Seth, you've never been really with like a loud chick like that. I ain't gonna lie. Stella brought bad, bad memories. I ain't even gonna care to you. <laughs> you can, like, to be real with you, hey, look, hey, I mean, Stella brought bad, bad memories. So, like, I don't like loud chicks like that no more. Like, nah, I, used I to love chicks like Stella. And I've, I've talked to a few, but. I know I, I pray for each kid at the same time. Like, I just, you know, like, that's that's a lot, too, at the same time. So, like, it's like to see one of them get the lucky romance, lucky guy, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, but my point is he went from the worst one. But, like, she did try. Yeah, exactly. Him, I'm definitely another proud of. One. On, her, on her part, she definitely, like, she Man. she's trying. If She's I, trying. If I had time, I would have put that as a soundbite for just this episode for the soundboard. What the? Roar? No, 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 another one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm laughing. I'm yeah, like, oh, snap, yeah, yeah, you for yeah. real. 
Pretty, pretty solid show. Twelve episodes, can't get mad at it. Ratings, this, this is what matters. Ratings, I, I give Ashley Four personally a, a seven out of ten. Nothing crazy. It's okay. Could be better. Could be a lot worse. Slightly above it. Ashley Four um, or Chivalry? Chivalry, excuse me. Ashley Four is like an eight. Yeah. I get. I give it. A, I was gonna say I give it a seven out of ten too. It was interesting enough to keep me entertained. Definitely was better in the beginning than the, than the second half. I was more entertained in the first half than the second half. Somewhere in the second half, it started like losing. I think more so like a little bit before he got arrested. So like, but like I just remember but the first half like going. Whenever thing. he got arrested. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I expected it to come just because I was like, everything going too well. Um, no, I didn't really care. Like, I'm not, well, for me, what pulled me back in was Toko. I had, I had Toko, to be honest with you. So, like, seeing her role, seeing her play more, that kind of pulled me back in. But, um, him being arrested, no, I kind of expected some bad stuff to happen to him. And, you know, when he straight up said, like, Oh yeah, we're just arresting you because you're trying to talk to the princess. I was like, yeah, this this probably was gonna happen. Okay. okay. Well, what about you, Beth? Uh, I gave the show an eight out of ten. Okay, cool. Guess what that means, though? That means the average is seven, which means my one episode beats all three of yours. Uh, I mean, three. We had a like a three four. Five. Then we had like a seven, and then we had like some other number that. Had to have been like, I'm probably about a six and a half, seven. We're about even. About <laughs> even. My three equal your one. Okay, yes. You give it another one, we'll play it. But right now, your one equals my three. It's about equal. Six that's, and a half, seven. That's, that's bad. That's really bad. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. As, as long as right now, we even. That's all I hear right now in my head. Uh, how do, how do you are even. even. When yeah, you get another true. show, when you get another show, then, then and, maybe we won't. At best, it's six point eight to seven. It's at, six point eight. You probably got it by maybe some some decimals, but we round around here. Anything above five, no, so we're at seven. <laughs> no, we do not. Round to seven. Six, it's probably like six five, but you know, it's just like <laughs> it's just like you, you reminded me when they tried to take my scholarship because I had a two point some seven something. I had a 2.78, and I had to have a 2.8 keep us scholarship. We can round it up, man. We can round it up. Everybody makes mistakes, and we just round it up. Nah, that's cute. Huh? Hey, they ended up, they, they let me keep it. I was like, hey, bro, round that up. Just zero zero two. We going to round that up 0.04, 0.05. Two sevens and eight is actually probably like 7.2. So I I still win, but whatever makes you feel better. Hey man, um, there we go, there we go. Whatever makes you feel better. But anyway, <laughs> once, once again, the, the better anime advisor, as expected. It's all good. Um, mental health note. Uh, well, well final thoughts. Um, I I enjoyed rewatching Silver Cell Night. I probably won't watch it again anytime in the near future. And by near future, I mean next like three four years. Um. Yeah, it, it was cool. Um, glad, glad I got to get this episode out of the way. I knew I knew it would be a solid episode, a quick episode. 
uh, we could do like a tournament on a week and stuff without a tournament and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad we all got to enjoy this. I'm, I'm glad Zoe got to actually watch a decent anime for an anime and stuff. God knows the DV one. Um, but yeah, mental health tip again, mental health and mental wealth, love yourself, appreciate yourself, appreciate yourself, bless yourself. Um, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll keep it short and sweet. It's just, you know, again, live for the moment. Life is short as hell. Life sucks sometimes. Um, there's, there's a bunch of bullshit, you know, there's, there's racism and, and sexism and elitism and classism. All the isms. Majority of them are bad. Like, a little bit of nationalism don't hurt. You, you should love the country as long as it's not these shit. But, uh, you know, I ain't gonna too bright in that. Well, just just abide by what makes you you. As long as it doesn't make you a piece of shit, you know. Um, don't don't lose yourself trying to appease others. And uh, I I mean that because a lot a lot of people end up like forgetting like themselves, just trying to fit in. You will eventually find your group, like your 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 core, your pack, whatever you want to call it. It just takes time. Uh, and on a dating tip. Try new things. Fresh stuff. It's okay to strike out. It's okay to hold an L. Okay to get ghosted. It's okay to get left on red. It's all part of the process. You live, you learn, you grow until you find that one for you. I'm not a big soulmate person. I I feel like sometimes you just you just happen to find the right piece. I don't, I don't think it's a meant to be type of thing. I think that's unrealistic, and I think that's that standards for people that never really get to feel with leaving disappointed. But you know just. You, you'll find your missing puzzle piece now whether you're meant to find that one or if it's like you got to jam it together where it fits perfect. I don't give a fuck. It fits. It's all that matters. Oh, but yeah. Again, mental health, mental wealth, play stuff, appreciate stuff, treat stuff. And, uh, no. Social. Well, you already know, man. You can follow Josh at my underscore own profit. That's on all socials. You can follow me on IG at whataboutzoe. You can follow Seth at C3Smooth on all platforms. And don't forget to follow the pod on TikTok at Otaku Collective PC. That's Otaku Collective PC. That's also as well as our Gmail where you can hit us up for collabs, ideas, anything of the sort, conversation, mostly for like ideas, definitely though, but because... You know, this we're we're at a point where we need to use a wheel for topics. So you know, anything is appreciated. Um, hey, it's not me. It's it's the other two thirds of the podcast. I think um, to be fair, to be fair, off of the wheel, I think the last three episodes have been mine ideas, or at least the 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 last two. Including, I mean, we did we we probably did give you a pep. Boost after that, we had that conversation a while back, and then you I mean, I put like, like seven into the pod chat <laughs> at that point. You was like, All right, well, I'm giving a bunch of topics, then yeah. So, um, but yes, definitely at the taco collective pc at gmail.com. Please check us out. Don't forget about the Twitter at otaku collect pod. Discord is right there, pinned right here at the top, where you can check in on our Discord as well. Um, technically, show work was me, music was you, anime airs was me, summer no count, spring no count, therapy was me, 
Sports Anime. No, that was you. me. That was me. I did therapy. Okay, therapy was those. Sports Anime was that. Anime mode was hit different. Was those? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Red, red pill, blue pill was me. Miss Spring don't count. Weave Con was Tart 2 was me. Weave Con 1 was y'all. <laughs> he said we called was him and he didn't even go. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> part two, part two was me because I said we could just do a follow up of something y'all didn't talk about. That that asked me. Uh, it's just funny one, to think about. I just had to get that. Out. To be fair, I was going to suggest the same thing that we do a part two. It's just that you beat me to it. Was all. Oh yeah, y'all don't remember who finished this thing. All right, um, <laughs> blood battle, blood bullshit was though. Anime awards, rather was me. Black history was me, and then winter, and then reunions was me. Top five MCU was me, and you don't want to keep going from there. All right, but anyway, Seth, send the people home happy, please, and thank you. Before we let y'all go, uh, I was going to add one thing. Uh, <clears throat> ties in a little bit to the mental health tip. A, an overall lesson that I feel like you can take away from the show. Because, Zoe, you often ask me, like, is there ever times where you take away, like, lessons from shows and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it this is actually one of the few shows I've taken, like, a lesson away from. Not that, like, I didn't already, like do this kind of thing right but at the time like i wasn't at sfa or anything like that right uh, i was still like i had just started out academy during this time right and so i wasn't in the career field yet that i wanted to be in and so for me it was like a uh Iki has this mindset of like never quitting and stuff like that right and so i wrote down here uh never quit even when things are the toughest mm-hmm. and so even if it might have been mild, it did add, like, motivation for me personally and what I was going through at the time in a way that, like, obviously I wasn't going to, like, give up or anything like that, right? Because there's a, uh, I've, I've told you what I look for in anime and stuff like that, right? Like, uh, to, like, uh, laugh, uh, cry and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, laugh, uh, smile, and cry, I think, are the three. Um, Jimmy V, uh, who is a coach, gave that in a speech. He also said this line, this this famous quote, in that same speech, and he said, don't give up, don't ever give up. Uh, listeners might have heard of it. Josh, I think you probably heard of it, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, this that everything that Icky went through and everything like that reminded me of that um I just felt like adding that in because uh, I feel like it's important to remember that even though things might be tough might be dark in the moment uh you can definitely make it through just don't give up don't give into it um I feel like that's important to always remember um but yes uh please be sure to subscribe uh, and follow us on all the platforms as Zoe mentioned, as well as uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on all those. Uh, please be sure to share with y'all's friends and family as well. Uh, share 
uh, with anybody that might like anime, that you know that loves anime or anything like that, share with them. Uh, because I think that we're a pretty dope anime podcast, and I feel like we do a good job talking about anime. Uh, and lastly, peace out, you bunch of otakus. Thank <laughs> you.